It Tears. So last show podcast. Thank you for tuning into the show. My name is Courtney Shane Williams. I am a stamp comedian based out of Tampa, Florida. This is how it gets down. Subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Stitch, Google, and tune in here you. Go to my website, CourtneyShaneWilliams.com. You can see where I'm performing my live stand-up comedy shtick. It is when Tuesday? Wednesday? It's the 21st, the day after the NBA Finals. The Bucks have clinched the title. Congratulations, Milwaukee. Now fix that beer. <laughs> I mean, not, not, I'm not all the beer, because I feel Milwaukee probably has good, but the Milwaukee's best. That stuff will burn a hole in your larynx, you know? You be talking funny. You be talking like one of those uh, uh, people they bring to school to uh, teach kids not to smoke cigarettes. Or was it, is it vaping now? Are they ripping the jewel? Are all my references too old? Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Courtney Shane. That's at K-O-R-T-N-E-Y Shane. Uh, I will be performing. You can go to my website see where I'm performing stand-up comedy. I will be recording my album the 27th and 28th at Laughs Comedy Club. You got about a month. We almost here, baby. You got about a month, man. Go on ahead and get tickets, laughscomedyclub.com. Also, my West Coast trip, I'll be out there in uh, Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited. Tickets on sale for Laughs Unlimited show, and that's Labor Day weekend, dude. So we doing it big on the West Coast. I did Oklahoma. I didn't did Seattle. I'm about to do Sacramento. Oh, baby. You're going to see me in Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe, low-key, was like one of the greatest places I've ever performed in, like, in my life. And what makes it the greatest place I ever performed in, the hotel was fantastic, dog. Fantastic hotel. That's how I judge a show, by the way. Like, I'm at that point in my career, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Who comes to the show? That's completely up to you. Unless I'm recording my album, of course. Like, when I'm recording my album, I want everybody at the show. But other than that, dude, this is about the amenities, dude. The more comfortable I feel, the better I perform. You know what I noticed? You know, when I did that show in, in Little Rock, Arkansas, and there was hair in the bed I slept in the night before, show wasn't as good. <laughs> it's one of those weird things, man. All right, let me cut this off before I get in trouble. I um, Yeah, man, so weird podcast. It was actually a place I want to uh, start. I wanted to talk about Biz Marquee, which I'm going to talk about. Uh, but right before, uh, right before I came on here, a couple things pr- crossed the wire. Number one, Bobby Bowden got diagnosed with a, uh, 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 well, his family announced that he has a, a terminal uh, medical condition. Just wild, man. So when I moved to Florida, um, I guess that's like around 93 with my family, dude. Like Florida State was my football team. Like, I cheer for Ohio State, Ohio State, that's in my blood. I remember watching Eddie George with my dad, like, that's in my blood. But we moved to Florida, I'm 10 years old, you're still formulating teams you root for. And at that point, it's still regional. Like, there's no cable networks like that. I guess ESPN had to be around. But you weren't watching every Ohio State game like you do now. So you watch the local teams, and Florida State became the team I cheer for. Low-key, I cheer for the Atlanta Braves. It's one of the worst things about me. And that, that and the fact that when I uh, used to mimic batting stances, it was always Derek Jeter. It's one of the low points in my life. <laughs> Derek Jeter, is that, you know, batting I can't help it. Even right now, so hey, get in the batting stance, you know. I'm going to arch my back one long time, and I'm going to step up, and, you know what I mean, and keep the foot on the ground, follow through. Uh, but Bobby Bowden was the dude, man. Like, he had a run in the 90s, and Peter Warwick and Deion Sanders. Like, 
Bobby Bowden was the dude, man. Florida State was the program. Like, everything people, you know, think about Alabama, which at the time, you felt like Florida State was more dominant, but there was no playoff at that time either, right? So they missed, like, a field goal in week five, you know, and finished fifth in the rankings. But, like, they were a dominant program. That was back when, like, uh, um, that was back when Florida was actually good in college football, you know, before UCF was the best thing they were trotting out. <laughs> UCF, dog. UCF, uh, I think USF has more, like, <laughs> has more, uh, like, top like top 10 or, or, or what is it called? Not big championship. What is the thing called? Power 5. Like, U- USF has more Power 5 wins than anybody in the, in the state outside of Florida. The Gators. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But Bobby Bowden, man, dude, he was, like, the dude. Good dude. Heard him interview. Good faith. In the statement, um, he said, uh, I've always tried to serve God's purpose for my life on and off the field, and I am prepared for whatever is to come. My wife, Ann, and our family have been life's greatest. My wife and our family have been life's greatest blessing. I'm at peace. It's sad, dude. 91 years old, man. And uh, oof, Bobby Bowden, man. Right before I came on, and the Bismarck and all that. Um, Yo, let's just, uh, you know what? Let's just talk about the biz right now. I like to do this classic rendition my own way. Hey, kids. Shake it loose together. Oh, puts a smile on my face every time I hear it, man. Stick around. We about to hear electric music inside the walls of sound. This is a great thing about not being popular. You know what I mean? Uh, Elton John's not looking for me. <laughs> Elton John's not looking me, dude. This, this ain't Dan Patrick, ladies and gentlemen. It's the last show podcast. Man, uh, anybody that follows me on Instagram or, or uh, uh, Facebook, which you should, this is like the most uh, like thing. So, backstory on this. I actually, should I read my, you know what, that's what I'm going to do? This is called reading. This is called Courtney reading something he posted. <laughs> that's in the segment of the show. All five people that listen to this podcast probably follow me on Instagram anyways. But Courtney feels like reading uh, his own, uh, reading, <laughs> reading his Instagram posts, which are usually pictures. Um, but, um, so Biz Marquis passed away. Funny thing, I, I heard Biz Marquis was sick July 1st. And the reason I know is because I almost sent out this message on July 1st because um, it was still saved in my phone and I didn't send it because then somebody came out and said it's not true. So I just tucked it away because I figured he was sick and the family didn't want to announce it that way. But my post said, uh, this one hurts, man. Biz Marquis is one of my favorite artists. I was hooked the first time I realized he sampled Wilson's Pickett, Hey Jude cover on the dedication. I found out he sampled that Wilson Pickett thing like maybe 10 years ago. Randomly, I was listening to Wilson Pickett. And I'm like, oh, Wilson Pickett sampled Hey Jude. That's weird. And it came on and I goes, I heard that. I heard that. And I just started going through records. And I'm like, 
Biz Marquis, dog. And I found out, though, that he he, he covered that in the dedication. Uh, sampled that. And goes, the guy was a genius. If you only know Biz Marquis from Just a Friend, you got to dive into the catalog. It's true. I mean, of course, Just a Friend is not only is it a hit, it's one of them transformational records. It's one of those records that, like, will live forever. It's one of those things. It's You know what I mean? It's like, whoops, there it is. You know what I mean? It's like, living la vida loca, <laughs> to, to quote the great uh, Chris Rock. It's just one of them things. That's going to be around for a long time, dude. Just a Friend is just one of those records that's just going to be around forever. And that's the record he's known for. And the record is dope. It's one of, it, I wouldn't say bubblegum records, but it's one of them. It's like a pop record, but it's it's dope. It's a great story. It's funny. The video was excellent. It, it was that era, too, and, like, a black man was putting on dresses and, and no one realized like whoa they're emasculating black people <laughs> you know what i mean it was just like hey cute let's put larry johnson in a dress the biggest person in the history of the nba to play for unlv let's put that dude in a dress and then we'll put martin in a dress and then you know that was the thing but um the dress a friend video is great um but once you get into the bismarcky catalog which you should by the way you, dude, the dude had like great songs, really good songs. Like on that album, uh, Nobody Beats the Biz, which has Just a Friend on it, man. It got the Vapors on there, the Dedication on there. Uh, um, um, ah, shoot, now it's slipping my mind. But I was saying, It's Spring Again. I love that song. But um, yeah, man. So the rest of the uh, post, which you could have read already. I got to see him DJ live once about five years ago. Thanks to uh, Brian Dennis. Shout out, free. While it wasn't the Bismarck in his prime, in his prime, it was cool to see a legend. And when he played the breaks by Curtis Blow, it transported me. In my mind, I was seeing the old Bismarck. I left the club right after that record, and I'm glad I did. Perhaps in my subconscious, that's the way I wanted to remember that night. That was true. I remember I uh, got in. He was at the parlor, which doesn't exist anymore. The parlor in Seattle over in uh, Bellevue. Shout out to Bellevue. Why ain't you bought your tickets yet, Bellevue? Uh, and uh, he was at the parlor. And I used to, I performed there as comedy. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be coming through. So I ended up being able to go uh, see Biz Marquis. And uh, he was slowed, man. I'm not going to lie. He was slow. Part of me felt sad. He was an older rapper. And I'm like, man, it's just, it wasn't crisp. It wasn't there. Um, but I'd never heard, um, I had heard the breaks before, but this is before I, it's weird because this happened, man, this had to happen. I don't know, maybe 20, I don't know. Uh, maybe my daughter wasn't born yet. So this is a while ago, man. About five years ago. That's what I put in the post. So it had to be that long ago. It was longer than that though. Cause the parlor has been closed since then. So probably maybe closer to like eight, nine years ago. And um, this is before I really got into older foundations of hip hop and watching like certain documentaries. So there's a really good documentary that's called, I think, Sampled. And it's about the amazing Bongo Band, about how everybody uh, sampled um, uh, Apache. I didn't really know Apache and everybody sampled it. But once I saw that documentary, I started getting more into samples and things like that. So before I saw those kind of docs, I saw Biz Marquis. And when he played the breaks by Curtis Blow, it's just the way it came on. 
was dope. But I didn't know how the brakes were. I didn't know what the brakes was. You know, I knew that's the brakes. That's the brakes. When something happens, you just got to deal with it. That's the brakes. That's the brakes. They step for your shoe in the club. They smudged. That's the brakes. That's the brakes. And you got to go buy some more. That's the brakes. That's the brake. Get all you get home and the rent's all gone. That's the brakes. That's the brakes. Now you gotta steal a phone. That's the brakes. That's the brake. That that's I knew that was the brakes, but I didn't know the break was actually the section of a song that the DJ would play that everybody would dance to. I didn't know that was the breath. That was the chorus. That's what they taught me in school. You know what I mean? You need you need to you need to have some of that uh, culture uh, cultural race theory. You need to have some of that critical race theory. I said cultural race. Cultural race theory works, by the way, too. I mean, if you if you're afraid of critical race theory, cultural race theory, race in general, that works in school. Uh, you know, but um, I didn't know the breaks was what they they uh, made the song. And the first one to do that figured that out was uh, Grandmaster Flash. It was the first one that figured out how to extend the breaks so people could dance. So when he played Curtis Bow the Breaks, that was the first time I really heard it live, not just a snippet. And I was I was transported, man. It was cool watching a dude DJ. Um, on that post, I posted the video of the song I just played coming into this, which was Biz Marquis covering Benny in the Jets on the Chris Rock show. Chris Rock show, by the way, Chris Rock was great at that show. Chris Rock is good at that. I think I've said it on the podcast before, his acting spotty, See the Good Hair documentary. I just saw that Chris Rock did that. Incredible. Super funny. It's really good. Chris Rock is great at that. Chris Rock would be a fantastic correspondent for like, you know, whatever news organization. He'd be great. Um, Chris Chris Rock would be good at The Daily Show. But why would he do The Daily Show? Uh, he's Chris Rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so I posted the video of Biz Marquis on The Chris Rock Show doing Benny and the Jets as a cover. And this is what I wrote. Now, I posted this video because the first time I saw it, I thought it was hilarious and so cool. I remember showing it to my brother. And he took his, and as Biz Marquis, took his sweater off, we died laughing. From that day forward, my official karaoke song is Benny and the Jets. I may do other songs that night, but we start with Benny and the Jets. And I try to do the classic rendition in my own way. Rest in peace, Biz Marquis. Nobody beats the Biz, dude. And that's true. Benny and the Jets, after I saw that, I was like, yo, dude, I just got to do it. I know I'm biting. I know it's not my idea. I know I'm just straight stealing. You know, but as a comedian, it's in my blood. I got to steal when I see something dope. But Benny and the Jets, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Type in, Google it, YouTube it. Biz Marquis, Benny and the Jets, Chris Rock Show, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. So now when I do karaoke, I always do it, man. Uh, Biz Marquis was honestly, he's just one of my favorite artists. I really, just really liked him. It's one of those things, like, it's not many artists when I'm like, wow. You know, like, I think Kendrick is great, or Jay-Z is great, and Kanye is great. And I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. But, you know, sometimes you have, a, like, a different connection with certain people. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, some connection probably some people have with, like, DMX or something like that, right? It's like, wow, you know. It's, or, like, Bobby Bowden, you know what I mean? To bring it full circle. It's like, whoa. I remember that was a formative time in my life being 10 years old, you know? Finding out with Curtis Bow and the breaks and, and what that was 
that's a formative time, you know, in my adult life, you know? It's, it's, it's a different impact. Kanye West, honestly, when he comes out with the college dropout, like, that's a formative time in my life. Like, that actually resonated with me differently. The difference is Kanye West uh, is, has continued to crank out music, <laughs> and I can't stand him anymore. Even though Kanye got a new album coming out Friday, which I actually think might be good. I actually think it might be good. So I might have to like re, <laughs> I might have to like redo, you know what I mean? When, when I decided to cancel Kanye, because he's definitely canceled, uh, between the years of, uh, 20, uh, six, 18 and about 2020. Like I'm, I know he's canceled at that time. The first time he showed up to, to the white house with gold hair and put his password into his phone and it was zero, 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 zero. By the way, it's my password too. Uh, <laughs> first time I saw that, I was like, yeah, dog, he's canceled, man. So I got to figure it out. Anyways, Biz Marquis, man. Rest in peace. Nobody beats the biz. Picking boogers. All right, man. So uh, I think we're going to do biz instrumental instrumentals all day, man. We'll see. Uh, I do want to get to this, man. I know some of the people are like, oh, don't talk about politics or whatever. And I, you know, it's so funny. I said it on the podcast. Yes, last week. I should just replay some of what I did last week. Kind of like the Instagram post. I should just start reviewing my own show. That, that, that can crank out a lot of shows if I did that. I just do the show I already did and analyze it. But I said on the last show, man, dudes, these Republicans, man. And that's right. I'm calling them the spade a spade. These Republicans, Trump, led by Trump and all these insurrectionists and all that. They don't care about you. When it comes to Cuba or it come to the COVID, and here we go, COVID, they don't care about you. All of a sudden, like I said on the last podcast, I'm like, yo, why ain't y'all telling these people to take the vaccine? Why ain't y'all saving these people? Why ain't Trump doing a statement? Like, these are your people. I know you don't care about me. That's clear. I have no, you know what I mean? I think I'm taking Donald Trump's advice. I could care less. But these other people actually believed in you. That you're something different. Something that I know you're not. Why aren't you telling these people to take the vaccine? Lo and behold, here we are. Sean Hannity, two, three days ago, comes on the Sean Hannity show. I guess it was on Monday. And does like a two-minute diatribe about how you need to take the vaccine. And the vaccine is way out of it. I was like, what the? What? Sean Hannity, the network that's been disparaging the vaccine the entire time, this thing's just going to go away. By the way, if you're keeping count at home, Donald Trump said that a year and a half ago. <laughs> There's only three people that done. Put a flashlight up your butt. That, that'll fix it. You know, that dude, they've been disparaging the vaccine. The night before was the week before uh, Laura Ingram's on there saying there's no reason to take the vaccine if you're healthy. Quote, quote, there's no reason to take the vaccine if you're healthy. Monday morning, Sean Hannity's having a statement. This clown down here in Florida, what's this dude's name? Uh, DeSantos, this clown does two minutes on taking the vaccine. Two minutes. I don't know if that's the penance you have to pay. Two minutes on you should take the vaccine. It's 100% say it'll, it'll protect you. But... Where have you been, dog? Where have you been? This dude was fighting for people to get on cruise ships. Cruise ships, dude. That is a petri dish. 
fighting for people to get on cruise ships unvaccinated and proud about it too. Oh, proud about, oh, you, don't Fauci me. You're not going to Fauci me. It, it, it should be everybody's own decision. They shouldn't be forced to do anything. And this jack wagon comes on and tells people to take the vaccine. Today, today, where have you been, man? Where have you been? Now, granted, I give Mitch McConnell that credit. Mitch McConnell been in from the day before. Because Mitch McConnell, man, his fingers turn colors. So Mitch McConnell has all the other kind of ailments running through his body. The least he could do is not catch COVID, dog. But now there's all these other dudes. There's dudes taking shots on camera in New Orleans. It's like, where have you dudes been? Y'all just getting the vaccine now? Have you no shame for the people that you've killed? That's right. I said it. I said on the last show podcast, I've said it. The statements you've made, DeSantos, uh, Sean Hannity, Fox News, comes out, by the way, Fox News has a strict COVID policy. Everybody you see on Fox News is vaccinated. All of them. All three of y'all vaccinated. Telling people disparaging comments about the vaccine just because what? It gets some ratings. It gets some money. As soon as this COVID starts messing with their money, then they change their tune. That's actually what happened, though. You guys may or may not know. Actually, I'm not going to say that. I will say this, though, because this is public knowledge. Norwegian Cruise Line sued. So while you thought, oh, you can get on cruise with no vaccine, which actually happened is that DeSantos had an injunction, and the injunction was lifted. So this dude said a few days ago, DeSantos, we're going all the way to the Supreme Court about this. Today, take the vaccine. Soon as it starts messing with your money and you realize these ships may not be coming in here and they may do whatever they want to do and people ain't going to be able to go. And that's, here we go. Soon as 10% of the new infections are right here in Florida. Now you change your tune. Soon as it starts messing with your political future, soon as, and this DeSantos clown is going to run for president, and he ain't going to get it, by the way. As soon as it starts damaging the base of people that's going to look back and like, hold on, that's the dude that tried to kill us, right? No, no, we good on him. Soon as it starts doing that, it's CYA. It's statements coming out. It's disgusting, Doug. Have you no shame for the people you misled? Have you no shame? And I'm okay, but for this, me dudes is disparaging Facebook, like 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 Facebook is the AP. Facebook is here to entertain you, dog. That's like going to the circus and making fun of the clown. They're there to be clowns. People say make a horror movie with a happy ending. They don't have happy endings. They're horror movies. Facebook is here to mislead you. That's what they're in the business for. It's entertainment. You ain't supposed to go to Facebook for news. I'm writing stuff on Facebook. You believe in it? Dog, come on, man. This ain't the New York Times. This ain't the what? This ain't the New Yorker. It's Facebook. And all this venom's getting directed at Facebook and Twitter. Oh, you, you can't believe what I read on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know what I mean? My LinkedIn profile was hacked. Somebody put up all these cryptic videos on YouTube and you're blaming all these platforms. Meanwhile, these jack wagons, DeSantos, Sean Hannity, Fox News, just sailing underneath. And these are the people that are supposed to be protecting you. Those are the people you're supposed to have venom towards. 
those are the people that were supporting insurrectionists. Facebook is the one that took the dude off the internet. Meanwhile, yeah, man, go ahead and take the vaccine now, man. It's good. And you took it seven months ago, dog. Have you no God? It's disgusting, dude. Disgusting. And you fell for the okie doke. And I'm not talking about you, unless it is you. I don't know if it is you, if you're, you know, one of those people. I have no sh clue who's listening to this. But and yous out here listening to these people being misled. Now what? You feel like boo-boo the fool, don't you? <laughs> don't you? They lied to you again because they want your money. That's all, man. They don't care about you. So all these SOSs for Cuba, which I'm down, once again, democracy in Cuba, free Cuba, free and fair elections, the people shouldn't be, you know, uh, shouldn't be uh, uh, taken advantage of, these people need food, they need supply, all that, yes, all that, but if you think these dudes care, they just showed you what they actually care about, dog, that bread, that's it. Well, you should do your research, you know. We shouldn't force anybody. Yeah, you should take that vaccine. What do you mean? What do you mean, dog? It's not even, it's an emergency use authorization. Well, then why did you take it? And why did you not tell people you took it? Because you know what could have helped everybody right now? America's the most advanced country in the world. In the world, cred. Everybody in this country could be vaccinated right now if they wanted to be. Right now, they could be vaccinated. And you took it as soon as you had a chance and told everybody else, oh, well, you got to do the research. Yeah, but, but if you want to go on a cruise and infect everybody, go right ahead. That's your right. And now, get vaccinated, you clowns. Vominos. All right. So the Milwaukee Bucks won the finals. <laughs> that's, that's my transition. Milwaukee Bucks won the finals uh, last night, dude. Big, 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 uh, big time for Giannis. Giannis goes for 50 and a, and a thousand rebounds and uh, five blocks. He was incredible last night. And, of course, it's, was this the greatest closeout game? I, you know, look, that's for y'all to decide. I know this. Um, this is great for Giannis because you don't know how many opportunities you're going to have. Now, I believe he's 26. 24 26 somewhere in there so he's gonna probably have at least another good two opportunities it's too easy to be like well the brooklyn nets and all oh, the lakers like things move fast dog things move fast in the nba four years ago kevin durant was on golden state and you thought golden state was unbeatable right four years before that you know lebron was in miami and you thought, oh man that's gonna be together forever what no, four years from that? It was before that. It was the Spurs. Like things change in chunks. In between that time, the Cavs, Toronto, and Milwaukee won a championship. Oh man, the world stopped spinning on his axis, Doug. All this happened. So the idea that he won't have another opportunity is crazy, especially at his age. But to get one in the bank, oh, that feels good. Oh, that feels good, man. And, you know, that's like when you go out that comedy competition, you get first place on night one. You say, like, hey, I'm sitting pretty, dog. Hey, bring that Jose Cuervo gold. I'm feeling good tonight. <laughs> Keep filling up my cup. I'm celebrating, dog. So, yeah, it was cool. And and, and the performance was, was incredible the entire finals. Just giving them the business, dog. The whole thing. 
Also, it's funny that LeBron showed up to the finals like he wanted to watch the game. Meanwhile, he had a bottle of his own alcohol under his seat, and his movie had just came out that day. I'm just here to see Chris Paul. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the, the, the LeBron's a liar, but I like it, man. I mean, you know what I mean? I like it. I, I got to respect the hustle, dog, because I'm going to tell you right now, if I had my own alcohol in a movie that came out, I'd go to the finals, too. <laughs> That's just the way it is, dog. I watched it from the crib. I was sleepy, but if I had something to promote, oh, yeah, man, I'd be there front and center. His boy, Rich Paul, was there with Adele. Allegedly, maybe. I don't know if they're dating or not. I mean, if you are dating Rich Paul, you need to run. I mean, run. I mean, not not, not slowly run. Take off. You know, get out while you can. All right? <laughs> don't lay any roots. You know what I mean? I bet you think this song is about you. It's going to be Rich Paul unless you pull the ripcord right now. The woman just got divorced, so this next album going to be fire. But after that, the next album's on you. I mean, it's on you, dog. You're going to wake up with a horse's head in your bed. <laughs> Cartoon. That's going to be Rich Paul, dude. You know, and no bottle of uh, free uh, tequila is going to let that run away. You know, and if you if LeBron, LeBron's good at that, though. He'll keep that in the arm's length. You know, that ain't going to sneak up on LeBron, though. This dude what cares way too much about his image. LeBron is bald and still has you thinking his hair is beautiful. <laughs> that dude cares about his image. And you know who's not going to mess it up? Adele. That's who they're not going to mess it up. <laughs> Many have tried. All have failed. Okay? I mean, he will leave Rich Paul right there at the game, dog. <laughs> hey, man, we about to bounce. Okay, cool. Yeah, let me get my girl. We get, no, no, no. Hey, man, we, we no, we got another car coming. You know, you want to get on this one? Okay, I'll get on the next one then. It's just I just don't want to be in the car with y'all. I mean, that's basically what I'm going to do, dog. It's the, it's the Jay-Z, Beyonce approach. Kanye can get on stage and act the fool. But as soon as we done with the Watch the Throne tour, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know you. Okay? You know, you got to catch me on the other side. After that divorce, you know, you stopped making hits a long time ago. Jay-Z's like, I'm out. Hove looks out for Hove. All right. I think that's it. Let us wrap up the show. Thank you, you and you, for tuning into the Lot Show podcast. Oh, I jammed this podcast in there, man. That's good timing, too. Watching my baseball team, man. And I say my baseball team, depending on if they're winning or losing. If they're losing, I'm watching my fantasy team. If they're winning, I'm watching my baseball. I might be the greatest fantasy baseball player of all time. You might be looking at a legend now, dude. Oh, I'm having a hot year. A hot year. I'm having a year so good, I've already spent the money that I may or may not win, be winning from this uh, charity baseball tournament I play in. You know? <laughs> I may have spent the money already, man. You spent the money? What do you mean? That's right, Rosie Perez. I've spent the money. Got a watch in the mail. You guys are dope. 27th and 28th, Laughs Comedy Club, Seattle. Recording my album. Please come out, support your boy. That'd be fantastic. Website, CourtneyShowWilliams.com. Talk to you guys next week or later this week. Peace. Isn't it funny? You know, when I came here 17 years ago and I said that I wanted to lead a campaign to get Britain to leave the European Union, you all laughed at me. Well, I have to say... You're not laughing now, are you? Aha! Aha! What do you know from funny, you bastard? Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.
The people, my people are so smart. And you know what else they say about my people? The polls. They say, I have the most loyal people. Did you ever see that? Where I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. Congratulations, you played yourself. Hasta luego.